You are listening to Keystone Stock Talk Podcast, episode 41. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for stopping by. This podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at www.keystocks.com. Come back often, and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or on iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Keystocks and on Facebook or via our 24-hour streaming radio station, pennystocks.fm. And keep submitting your stocks via the usual social channels or at our website, keystocks.com, for our Your Stock Our Take segment. And we just might review your stock in an upcoming show and let you know if it is a buy, sell, or hold. This week, in our Your Stock, Our Take segment, we take a look at Vigil Health Solutions, VGL, on the TSX Venture, which provides a software and hardware platform solution to assist in the care and monitor of residents in senior living communities. Is it a buy, sell, or hold? We'll tell you. Our star of the week is TWC Enterprise Limited, TWC on the TSX, Canada's largest owner and operator of golf clubs. The stock jumped over 20% midweek after it announced the sale of its rail and port operations based out of Skagway, Alaska to Carnival Corporation for around $290 million. Finally, our dog of the week is Roots Corporation, R-O-O-T on the TSX, the iconic Canadian retailer of apparel, leather goods, and accessories, as well as footwear. The stock dropped as much as 12% on this past Wednesday after Q1 2018 results came in lighter than expected. But the outlook for 2018 remains positive. Is it a dog or an opportunity? We'll let you know. Now let's dig into the show. I'm going to welcome back my co-host, Keystone's VP and senior analyst, a man so inspired by Washington Capital, Alex Ovechkin's post-Stanley Cup celebrations. He's been doing keg stands in the office each time Keystone's top pick has a big day. I'm going to welcome back Aaron Dunn. Hello, Ryan. You know, I didn't even know what a keg stand was until I saw you do it. Yes. And the problem, I'm not talking when you were in your 20s. That was just two weeks ago after Expel came up with this quarterly report. Hey, you got to celebrate some way. And, uh, you know, a keg stand is a royal celebration. So uh, that's that's the way I celebrate. That's the way we roll around here. And when you have, you know, gains of 60 plus percent in one day, you got to celebrate somehow. And Alex Ovechkin, he's been showing us how to do it. So just keep it down. Just following the lead. You're doing the research, though. I try to do it after ah, the research, right. but, you know, that, that usually is a good guiding light for me is to, you know, keep that keg standing to after. So we'll, we'll do that from now on. We'll make that an office policy. Let's move. We're going to get right into the show this week. Uh, our, your stock, our take segment comes from Maria in Calgary. It's time we answer a question on your stock in a little segment we like to call your stock, our take, buy, sell, or hold. I have a true microcap stock for you, and it is a true microcap. What is your take on Vigil Health Solutions? Its symbol is VGL on the TSX Venture. Currently trades around sixty cents, so its market cap is in the range of ten million. So we would definitely call that a microcap. What does the company do? 
Uh, like I said in the intro, they develop market uh, and market a technology platform combining software and hardware to provide solutions that guide care and the monitoring of residents in senior living facilities. This includes a unique non-invasive monitoring system for residents with dementia. Uh, there's an aging population and a growing need for dementia care, and it's expected to accelerate senior housing growth over the next two decades. So that's the story behind the company. Let's look at the recent quarterly financials. Q3 revenues, there was a slight increase of about 5% to $1.79 million. So like I said, it's a fairly small company. Uh, earnings were, however, slightly down before income taxes to around $210,000 uh, from about $279,000 in the same period last year. The decline in earnings reflected higher R&D or research and development and a drop in foreign exchange gains. So that was kind of a... Uh, the foreign exchange is something the company can't really control. So earnings per share came in at 0.8 cents, uh, down from 1.5 in the same period last year. So our take, first off, like we said, this stock is a true microcap, and it should only be looked at or considered by those high-risk investors who have an appetite for more vol volatile, thinly traded stocks. From a valuation perspective, this well, first off, the stock has suffered greatly over the past year. It's down over 50% from its highs. Despite this drop on a valuation basis, the company continues to trade at around 25 times earnings over the last 12 months. That remains at a premium multiple. Coming out of Q3, management stated that they're pleased to post three consecutive quarters of record bookings, which is a positive indication for future revenues. The company's growing bookings over the course of the past three quarters will lead likely to new sales alone, powering Vigil to revenue in line with what it did last year in terms of revenues. Uh, this is a positive, but again, it's still producing a year of basically zero revenue growth. Uh, the increased bookings over the course of the past three quarters, like we said, it's a positive sign moving into the next quarter. We monitor the stock as we think it has long-term potential is in a segment that we'd like to participate in, but we're not buyers at present. It's great to see a, a small little microcap stock generate revenues and earnings, but really, especially in this space, especially in the small and microcap space, it, it comes down to growth. Uh, if yeah. investors are only going to be interested in holding a, a thinly traded stock like this if they think that those revenues and those earnings are going in the right direction. So as you said, Ryan, I think you, you summed it up. We like the business, generally speaking, but the financials right now wouldn't be there for us. Yeah. And I mean, at a very minimum, there are revenues here. There are There is a, a little bit of growth and you know it's making money. So it's checking off a lot of the boxes and it has a good balance sheet. So it's checking off a lot of the boxes. Uh, that we like to see. What we love to see is uh, a return to growth for this company. Uh, and that would, uh, again, pique our interest. So we definitely monitor the company. It's a, it's a heck of a lot farther ahead than most microcap situations on the TSX venture. But we need to see a company growing for us to be really interested in it. And uh, if we see that trend upwards in the stock, we might take a look back at, at this company long term. So let's move to our star or our weekly star, and I'm going to let Aaron take that one. From our stars and dogs segment, it's time for this week's star. star. Excellent. So the star of the week is TWC Enterprises Limited. Symbol is TWC on the TSX exchange. It trades right now for just under $13. 
So what does this company do? Well, they're they're engaged in golf club operations under the trademark Clublink One Membership More Gold. So it's actually Canada's largest owner and operator of golf clubs, golf courses. Uh, they have the equivalent of 41 academy courses, 18 whole academy courses in Ontario, Quebec, and Florida. And they're also previously, they were engaged in rail and port operations based in Skagway, Alaska, which operated under the trade name White Pass and Yukon Route. So the stock was trading at just $11 on June 6th, and it, it shot up about 20%, over 20% over the, over the uh, preceding week. Um, over the week after that, on June 7th, essentially what moved the stock price up was an announcement from the company that they were making a sale they were selling their, their port operations in Skagway, the White Pass and Yukon Route rail and port operations, to Carnival Corporation for a total of $290 million U.S. dollars. So this is what moved the share price up on what got investors excited. It's a big injection of cash into the company, which they can use to pay down debt. So looking at this, we, we, took, we did a review of the financials, looked at the Q1 results and some of the previous financials. What we came up with, um, well, in the Q1, revenue was actually down. It was $23 million, down 3%. Uh, they reported a net loss of $7.3 million compared to a net loss in the quarter of the year before that of 3.5. An adjusted EBITDA, earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization, was only about 575,000 in the quarter compared to 1.38 million so that in in the in the year before so that's down 58%. What's our take on this? The sale is huge. It deserves the rating of of star of the week for making that sale and 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 the effect of the share price from that sale. Uh, there's about 288 million in debt that they have right now, so that cash injection is going to be big to reduce net indebtedness and get it down almost to to zero. Uh, but the company financially isn't anywhere in in our wheelhouse here. The business itself lost uh, 11 million dollars before taxes in 2017 and had negative top line growth. While this this sale is a nice boost in the near term. Uh, but it, its core business at golf is it's generally facing negative growth in, more, in North America for almost the, the whole the past decade. And we don't see a lot uh, a great long term investment fit in this company for us. So it's a new day for the for the company with an unlevered balance sheet and we'll monitor it going forward. But financially, it it's not something that we would look at. Yeah, I would agree. I would definitely tend to agree with that assessment. Uh, you know, it's a great cash injection for the business, but uh, you know, we have to look at the core business to see whether it's going to be profitable and growing going forward. And it hasn't been uh, anecdotally ever since Tiger Woods had his incident. I don't. Know, I think it was about ten years ago now. The golfing industry has really been in decline, and I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't. I enjoy a game of golf, but uh, I mean. I don't know if, if I have the time to spend three to four hours, you know, on a course these days. And I think golf in general, from what I hear, is having a an issue with, uh, you know, with getting new players into the game, uh, getting new stars in the game, but getting people to just spend three to four hours out of their time uh, on a golf course is more difficult these days. So uh, I'm not sure if the core business is going to grow going forward. And that's just anecdotally. Now, we're going to look at our dog of the week. From our stars and dog segment, it's time for this week's dog. (laughs) 
case is uh, Roots, Roots Corporation, symbol R-R-O-T on the TSX, that iconic Canadian retailer of apparel, leather goods, accessories, and footwear. Uh, one month ago, the stock was trading around 1350 and it closed this week in the 1130 range, so it's down 16%. The stock dropped by about 12% on Wednesday after its Q1 results came in lighter than expected. Revenues were $51 million. It had adjusted net loss of $0.11. Cents. Analysts had expected around $54.1 million and an adjusted net loss of $0.09. Cents. So it had lower revenues and higher loss. That uh, is a, a recipe for having uh, declines in the stock price after it had had a pretty good start to this year. Uh, the explanation from Roots, it's a good one. They faced a major ice storm across approximately 80% of the store network in mid-April, so that hit sales. So were the results really that bad? Well, earnings growth, uh, on a positive size, we saw revenue growth of about 5.8% uh, in the quarter year over year, which is good. Again, on the positive side, same store sales, which is a key industry metric, increased 6.4% over the same quarter of its last fiscal year. Uh, That is good growth. Now, on the negative side, adjusted EBITDA was a loss of 3.1 million compared to a loss of just 1.7 million in the same period of last year. So significant increase in adjusted EBITDA loss. So it's a mixed bag here, some positive, some negatives. The share price drop seems to be based largely off the expectation that Q1 2018 would be stronger coming off what was a very strong Q4 for this company in 2017. Our take on this is that retail can be very fickle and lumpy. I mean, we saw that in the last two quarters alone. At the best of times, it can be this way. These are not the best of times for bricks and mortar retail. Now, Roots says it remains confident going forward about achieving its full year target despite a weaker Q1. Uh, it's targeted between 35 and 40 million of adjusted net income and between 410 and 450 million of sales for fiscal 2019. Now that would be tr- very good growth for a retailer. The valuations, the company on a trailing basis or over the last 12 months trades at around 30 times reported earnings. That is a premium, a significant premium, but is projecting around $38 million in the average of adjusted earnings this year. So that would be about 12 to 13 times adjusted earnings, which is far more reasonable. The company must still deliver on these numbers, though, but the growth for Roots has actually been relatively strong over the past three years. Generally, we're not big fans of retail at present, and we are cautious regarding Canadian retailers expanding into the U.S. as Roots continues along that path. Now, if it hits its earnings targets in 2018, shares may recover, but the 16% drop in the past month makes Roots our dog of the week. You realize the irony of this episode, Ryan. Our our dog of the week actually has better fundamentals and probably actually be closer to something that we would recommend than our star. Indeed, that's why we call it of the week. Of the week. And we look definitely, we definitely look farther than a week out. So in this case, the dog may actually be a better investment candidate than the star. And then sometimes that happens. It's all about where you're buying the stock and what price you're buying it at. Uh, and, And of course, the business going forward. So yeah, it is very ironic. 
But again, I'd like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in this week. I'm told that I should tell you to rate us and review us on iTunes. Uh, You can like us on Facebook. And you can keep your questions coming in. We're getting many more questions every week, which is great. Microcaps, dividend growth stocks, any stocks in your portfolio, we will answer your questions in our Your Stock, Our Take segment. Aaron, I'd like to thank you for co-hosting. Thank you, Ryan. And profitable investing. Profitable investing.